When I Open podcast may feature language, mature themes, and violence. This is your trigger warning. Hello, you are listening to When I Open, a true crime podcast where I talk about crimes ranging from urban legends to serial killers and how they are portrayed in the media. So sit back, relax, and enjoy Tate's Guide to the Perfect Crime. Hello, and welcome to When I Open Podcast. I am your host, Tate, and this is the podcast where I definitely didn't do my notes 10 minutes before I started recording. So, uh, welcome back to Scary Tales, uh, where I talk about a short true crime case that doesn't usually have anything to do with brutal murders. It can deal with, you know, controversies or, like, conspiracy theories-ish or, or, um, or hauntings. Uh, today I'm going to be stepping kind of, um, to, towards the sports angle a little bit. I guess ice skating is considered a sport. It's in the Olympics, so in my head this is a sport. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about the Tanya Harding scandal, which is something that I only knew as the Margot Robbie movie where someone gets hurt. That's all I knew about this, but more reading, more into this, I was like, oh wow, this is actually kind of horrifying. So I'll be talking about uh, Tanya's life, Tanya's life, and the attack, and I'll also be discussing the, um, the, I think it was 2018 movie, um, I, Tanya, starring uh, Margot Robbie. So I am excited to talk about this topic. Also, I'd like to say, um, so I get my second COVID shot, um, this Friday, May 7th, so, um, if I do get sick, I'm gonna try to release an episode, I wanna try to record as much as I can, like, a quick little scary tales, maybe, depending on how sick I get, because other than that, I don't know if I'm gonna have time to record if I'm not feeling well, so, this is just a little warning if my voice seems a little off next week or like I seem kind of low energy or if I'm just looks like I'm just reading off a Wikipedia page which because I try to do my own notes but yeah just letting you all know I will be f- almost fully vaccinated by by the end of this week which is going to be really cool anyway uh enough about my life you are not here to hear about that uh let's get on to the case so Who is Tanya Harding? So, uh, Tanya Harding was born on November 12th, uh, 1970, and she was raised primarily by her mother, who enrolled her in ice skating lessons beginning at the age of four. She spent most of her early life training, and she eventually dropped out of high school to devote her time to skating, which is insane. Um... And Tanya is also still alive. I believe she's, like, 50-ish. I don't know. I know that she's, she is still alive right now. Um, so, in, in 1991, Tanya won her first national skating title and began the first American woman to complete a triple axel in competition. Now, I had a friend in middle school who did, like, a lot of ice skating, and I think we talked about how impressive a triple axel was. She's not listening to this, but hi, Maggie. Um, 
But yeah, that's literally all I know about ice skating. I don't know too much. So these notes are kind of choppy, but I'm gonna continue. Um, so this is like an overview kind of. So in in 1994, she um she owned no- notoriety when her ex-husband Jeff Golley hired a hitman to assault skater Nancy Kerrigan um, at the Olympic trials. She actually, Harding, uh, Tanya pled guilty in hindering the investigation into Carrington's attack and was subsequently banned from competing in the U.S. for life. Um, apparently, uh, since then, she's made guest appearances on shows like Roseanne, which is now uh, problematic, on Larry King Live, The Weakest Link, and Celebrity Boxing. Uh, she returned to the public eye with the big screen release of I, Tanya, this is in late 2017, and competed on Dancing with the, Sp- with the Stars, with the Spars, um, the following spring. So, yeah, so when she, she went to the, um, to the Olympics, she took the silver medal at the World Olympics, world championships and placed fourth in the 1992 winter olympic games in albertville france uh she again she made history the previous year when she became the first woman to land a triple axle jump in competition um and the 1991 u.s figure skating championships in minneapolis minnesota so now we talk about her husband which is where this all kind of starts uh jeff Gilly, Gilly, Gilly. Um, she married her first husband, Jeff, who was a conveyor belt operator from 1990 until 1990, until 1992. Uh, she also, he also served as her manager and she accused him of abuse of filing for a divorce twice. And this is where we get to the actual interesting part of this episode that might actually be kind of short. Again, sorry, I'm have anxiety about my shot. So, in January 1994, um, uh, Tanya earned notoriety, notary, notary, again, I cannot read big, I, I don't big words. Uh, basically her, she apparently, her husband hired a hitman to assault fellow figure skater Nancy Kerrigan, at the U.S. Figure, tra- figure Skating Championships. Uh, her husband later pled guilty by guilty to helping her plan the Kerrigan attack. Um, he served time in prison and changed his name to Jeff Stone upon his release in 1995 and took a job as a used, uh, used car salesman. So now we get her... Um, now we get now we get to our information on the attack. Again, I did these notes ten minutes before. Sorry for the slight inconsistency, but it's been a Monday. So, in a practice leading up to the 1994 U.S. Figure Skating Championships, uh, yeah, her ex-husband hired a hitman to assault Nancy Kerrigan, who sounds kind of like Nancy. By no, she doesn't. I'm thinking of Steve Harrington. Okay, let's pretend that that didn't happen. So, the hitman clubbed Kerrigan in the knee with a police baton, seriously bracing her kneecap and 
quadriceps. Quadriceps? Is that a like part of your leg? Wow. Tendon and preventing her from participating in the championships. Um, Harding and Carrington had competed against each other for years, including the 1992 Olympic Games, when Carrington took home bronze and Harding took home fourth. So the goal of this attack was to keep Nancy from participating in that year's Olympic Games in Norway. And actually, despite her knee injury, Nancy went on to win the silver medal at the 1994 Olympic Games. So, again, um, Tanya pled guilty in hindering the, hindering the investigation into Nancy's attack, which allowed her to avoid jail time. Um, I'm not a lawyer, although I'm related to multiple. Um, I don't exactly, I'm not going to lie, I need to brush up on my law because I don't know how that would avoid her getting jail time if she just, well, actually, yes, I kind of can. But, yeah, sorry, under the plea bargain, she was stripped of her gold from the 1994 U.S. Championships, and she was also banned from competing in the U.S. for life. Um, and the media jumped on the attack for as a cat fight um, with director... Nanette Bernstein calling the incident, oh my gosh, the Snow Witch, the Evil Witch versus the Snow Queen. In her 2014 ESPN documentary, The Price of Gold, um, that honestly just sounds like a really, like, masterfully written once upon a time Swan Queen fan fiction, like The Price of Gold. If anybody listening to this has watched Once Upon a Time, you'll know exactly what I mean. But, yeah, that is the kind of short case of controversy with, um, said with Nancy Kerrigan, no, uh, with Tanya Harding. I wonder if Nancy is actually still alive, because I know Tanya's in her, um, maybe, yeah, sorry, Tanya's actually 50, wow, She's not as, she's, she's actually not as old as I thought thought she was. Um, and yeah, Nancy Kerrigan is still alive as well. I, see, I, (laughs) as someone who was born in the early 2000s, these people seemed like dinosaurs to me, even though they're literally, like, old enough to be my parents, or, like, old enough to be maybe my grandparents, like, they're, they're older than I think, and I have a horrible concept of time. Also, Nancy Kerrigan and I are the same height. Actually, no, she's a, she's taller than me. No, she's not. We're the same height. That's I'm taking that as a win, that I'm the same height as Nancy Kerrigan, and that I will forever hold that with me. But, yeah, that is basically the case, and now I'm going to be going on a little spew rant of I, Tanya, about I, Tanya. So now are we going to be talking about the movie I, Tanya, um, which stars Margot Robbie as the older version of Tanya Harding, um, Sebastian, <laughs> Sebastian Stan as her husband, Jeff, last name I can't pronounce, um, Allison Janney, I believe, doesn't play her mother, yeah, um, and McKenna Grace also plays younger her. These are the only people that I, like, actually recognize from the cast. But, yeah. 
Um, Antonia is kind of like a documentary of sorts. It like depicts real life things that actually happened, except it kind of like switches. It like switches back to the actual. Um, uh, it breaks like the fourth. It it breaks the fourth wall in a way. And it sort of, like, shows, um, it basically kind of shows the characters, you know, going through life through this. You can see, like, the, it is rated R. You can, like, see the abuse that happens, and you actually see what happened to Nancy, and you can see what Tanya had to go through her life. It was actually kind of, it was interesting to me to watch it, because I... I watched it, and then I did my notes on it, and I cannot take notes on, like, movies that I watch. I can only remember from memory, and I just finished this maybe, like, last night, but it was a really cool movie because it broke the fourth wall, and you could see the characters talking, and, like, you got to kind of know them a little better, and, um, yeah, it was a really good movie. I watched it on Hulu. Uh, if you have access to Hulu, you should totally go watch it. Um, I enjoyed it. Again, it isn't really, like, the crimey movie. I mean, it kind of shows, like, the, the hitman stuff. And, like, the guy was also kind of, like, her bodyguard. I'm, I'm sure some of this had, like, some creative, creative license to it, in a way. But it was still, like, a really good movie. Highly recommended. And I couldn't really find any other media representation that I was already aware of. Again, this is like kind of a quick recording episode, sort of, just because I have other things to do. But yeah, uh, this was this was a really good movie. And again, Marco Robbie, like absolutely, no pun intended, no pun intended, she killed it. Sorry, that's a that, that's a terrible joke. But um, yeah, I mean. I mean, I'm happy that Nancy Kerrigan survived because that attack did not seem... It, it didn't seem very good from what I read and watched. But, I mean, it, she she survived it. She's still alive. Um, I'm not sure if the husband's alive, actually. But you could see, like, going through... In the movie, you could see Tanya going through her, like, hardships. Like, reaching back out to her mom after her mom sort of, like, forced her to do all of this... And, like, gave her really no freedoms as a child. She wasn't really, like, allowed to have a boyfriend or wasn't really allowed to make any friends. She'd always have to snap back at the kids who were trying to, like, be friends with her. And, yeah, again, you could also see the abuse stemming from her husband. There were a crap ton of red flags that I personally saw as I was watching the movie that I was like, "Uh, girl, that's not, that's not healthy. And... You know, as I said back in my Casey Anthony episode, honey, you might need some therapy. I should put that on... Would people buy that if I put that on shirts? Probably not. Maybe hats. Yeah, that sounds like a hat phrase. Um, so yeah, really good movie. So we have now reached the end of this episode that is one of my shorter episodes, but again, these episodes are supposed to be significantly shorter than my regular episodes on Friday. 
So again, thank you so much for listening to me talk about a sport that I know almost nothing about other than a triple axle is a move that you do as you ice skate. Um, yeah, again, thank you so much for watching. I've gained, like, a couple of new listeners, which I am really excited about. And, yeah, it's a, it's been a pretty, pretty wild ride so far. We've, I'm, I've hit over 200 listens. I don't know what I'm gonna do for it yet. I keep saying, I keep telling y'all that I'm gonna do an Instagram live, except whenever I do Instagram lives, like, nobody joins. That's the thing. Like, nobody joins. And I was always, like, super awkward. And some of my family members come on. And I'm like, what are you doing? This is my life. Leave. Like, <laughs> and that's that's the problem with doing that. But, yeah, um, I might do an Instagram live. Maybe one of you, one or two of you could join, ask me questions. I might be doing other things in life. I might just be sitting in my room rewatching. Lauren Murder SVU for the thousandth, thousandth time. But, yeah, thank you so much for listening. And um, if you would like to to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter at whenIopen.pod or Instagram at whenIopen.podcast and uh, TikTok at uh, whenIopenPod. And also, if you have any case suggestions or any comments or like anything like that you can email me at the number one i open like like the number one um i open podcast at gmail.com again it's kind of a confusing email but it'll be in the um in the in the contacts link that i have on my um on the episode so yeah, you can email me there if you have any questions, any concerns. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening, and I will be back on Friday with my episode about case I don't. Oh, um, a uh, case I don't. Re- I don't um announce till the day before. So uh, yeah, check my Instagram on Thursday where I will be posting this week's episode. Um, well, actually. No, I'm just going to release it on Friday. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> I'm so yeah, true tune in for Friday when I release the name of my regular scheduled episode. Um I hope to see you all well not just see you all there, but hope to somehow hear you all there. Also, um if you would like to help support me more um I am looking out for collaborations, any podcast or anyone who has like a connection to the forensic f- or like any kind of true crime field. I am looking for collaborations. So if you are in if you are a podcast out there who's looking for a collaboration, I am open to literally any true crime or like psychology, anything that I could help contribute to. So I'm just going to throw my name out there. Um, you can DM me on Instagram, you can send me an email, you can, I don't know, contact me somehow with the list provided in the description. Um, also you can leave a review for me on iTunes, five-star review, positive review, and you might get a shout-out on Saturday. Sorry I didn't do one last Saturday, I completely forgot, and there is also not really anything to post, not gonna lie. But, yep, 
Uh, again, thank you so much for listening, and remember to sleep with one eye open.